Finance Minister Grant Robertson might be giving himself a little bit more room to spend with new rules around the amount of debt that the government is allowed to have. Robertson's changed the way that the debt is calculated to include now all crown assets and liabilities. The previous limit of 20% of GDP will be lifted to 30% of GDP. Now, Brad Olson is Infometrics Principal Economist and with us. Hi, Brad. Good evening. How much is he giving himself? How much extra? Oh, there's a fair bit of extra room uh, there, which is probably important. We know that we've got a huge infrastructure deficit, but what it also does is it puts pay to that old conversation of a few years back when we talked about how we might be able to do more borrowing off the government balance sheet. I mean, realistically, we know that the investment into transport that Waka Kotahi undertake, we know the housing investment that Kainga Ora undertake, it's the government. I mean, let's be quite real about this. So it's sort of moving away from a little bit of the smoke and mirrors, but Again, previously, uh, under the old metric that we used where we talked about 20%, we're now looking to be possibly, uh, on the same sort of basis, be able to borrow at a more consistently higher, sort of almost 50% of of net debt to GDP. On the new measure that the government's using, we're talking more 30%. Basically, this is billions of additional money uh, that the government could be using in the future, but very specifically only for investments. This is not for day-to-day spending. This is not for starting up a new government ministry. This is for the core bones of the country, which I think is important. But again, um, the, the sort of thing that is quite a big change for not only this government, but governments into the future. And why do you reckon that we are in line for more taxes? Well, the, the, the interesting thing here is alongside the, the government's new debt ceiling uh, is also what they're calling the surplus rule, which means that they'll be looking to run a, a budget surplus of 0 to 2% of GDP going forward. That means, uh, under the government's uh, words, that they'll need to ensure that new day-to-day spending is not adding to debt. So if the government wants to spend more on services across the country, they want to you know, do uh, some additional work that, that isn't currently being funded for, they're going to have to pay for that directly through taxes. So what current uh, taxpayers are getting from the government has to be paid from current taxes. So again, if the government wants to do more, they've got to find that money somehow. They're either going to have to cut back on other services or more likely fund those through higher taxes by because they're wanting to do more. So it does really restrict future options. Uh, it's, it's probably quite important. I mean, this when people talk about living with a government living within its means this is probably as close as you'll get to a, a being quite direct about that that edict um, because it says look you can't just borrow from future generations to pay for for current operational spending if you want to do more now if you want to i don't know fund some new health care options or similar that's fine but the current people who will get that benefit have to pay for it not young ones who haven't been born yet that have to pay for what we want in the here and now so it's an important change but i think it does change the landscape a, a, a bit for for future spending because it is very clear now that you can't do that debt funding really for anything outside of uh, capital spending. Important here here that the government of course is waiting till it returns to surplus now a year later and it was currently expecting before it implements this rule. So the fact that at the moment, even once you strip out the emergency COVID spending and similar, the government at the moment is still spending more than it's taking in from taxes. So it's still borrowing to spend underlying uh, volumes of, of, of government spend. That's something that uh, you do look at and you go, well, that's certainly a, a nice uh, a nice option to have going into uh, an election year next year. Yeah, Brad, thank you. Brad Olson, Infometrics Principal Economist, 16 past five.